Oklahoma has its new defensive coordinator in Zach Alley. This comes on the same day that it was announced that Ted Roof would not be returning. Sooners also lost one of their key, I guess Matt's role was like an analyst. Matt Wells, he's going to join Kansas State's staff. Um, and we got our portal update coming up here in just a bit because there was news on that front. Before we do it, though, let's take care of a couple of little pieces of news here. Let's. Uh, tomorrow, OU men's basketball opens up conference play at home against Iowa State. We're one day, six hours. 56 minutes away from tip-off. Our countdown clock is presented by Chick-fil-A, 12th and Alameda, 405-310-3189. And our breaking news coverage, which I, I guess you could say, Josh, is all day today. It is. Is brought to you by Wagner's Heating, Air Conditioning, Electrical, and Plumbing. We sell the best and service the rest. You ready to get after the portal a little bit? Let's do just that. Good stuff on the text line. I'm I'm glad that we waited on Postal Sooners text because there is a, a it, lot of re- really good perspective on it. I'd imagine it would generate a response. By the way, all of our transfer portal news and coverage is brought to us by Swift Co. Roofing and Construction. Give Brent Swift and the crew a call. They've got 25 years of roofing, remodeling, and construction experience. They will personally come and look at your roof and your home. Number to call, 405 405- Eight three one eight triple two. That's four zero five eight three one eight two two two. Online swiftcoteam.com. So OU adds a player in the portal. Now let's let's rewind just a little bit here because I was doing a bit of a happy dance, and unfortunately, I have to uh, I have to go back and say. Yeah, um, Parker was right. Yeah, no, no need to dance. No no need to dance. We sat here yesterday at this exact same time, Josh Elmer, and said, you know what? This might be good news. I haven't seen a commitment anywhere from Nick Scourton. So if we were able to get him to – Leave Bryan College slash or leave Bryan Texas slash College Station without committing. I step go, one. That's step one. That is a big step. That is a massive step. Well, uh, as soon as we left the air yesterday, Josh, we uh, we got the news that apparently he he did not get out of Bryan College or College Station. No, he did not. Oh. He did commit yesterday to the Texas A&M Aggies. Of course, he's got the the local ties. Yeah. Are you surprised that A&M continues to win on these types of recruitments, though? Um, I I guess, and I don't know. I, I guess I shouldn't be right. Everyone kind of always clowns on me because I'm like, oh, you know, it's one of those. It's one of those situations where I'm a firm believer. Well, I, I guess maybe. We make it about football and other people make it about uh, cha-ching, cha-ching. money, right. I, I'm kind of a firm believer that some of these dudes might listen and be like, okay, well, listen, I, I appreciate that offer, and now I'm I'm going to go visit somewhere else. But in the case of Nick Scourton, that was not the case. And he very well 
could be picking A and M because of the familiarity. Oh sure, and, sure. You know, so I, I don't want to uh, paint him in any. We're not. Sort I'm not of here to cast stones, and and I've I've said this a lot. I mean, I I didn't necessarily grow up poor, but we definitely were not middle class, <laughs> and I I can't imagine. I can't imagine what it would be like to suddenly have that opportunity to go play and make the kind of money that's being talked about. Now, again, the question is how much of this is true and how much of this isn't. I was listening to – because we're going to play it here in a second because there's more than just the Oklahoma news and the portal, and there's more than the Nick Scouts, and there's the the player that they've added, right? There is good news. There's good news. But I don't know how I, and I definitely don't know how my, I know how my dad would. My dad would be like, go get your money. <laughs> go get paid. Uh, and I know my mom, you know what they're saying about Quinshawn Judkins' mom? That's exactly how my mom would be if I was ever a star football player in, in the portal. You need to pay the man. You better pay him. And if you don't, he's not coming back. So I don't know, Josh. I, I don't know how I would act. I don't know how it would be. But I will say that I'd like to believe in my heart of hearts that there would still be that desire to go to a place that it's more than about money. I would like to believe that. That there's a a sense of loyalty and just something. (laughs) Just something, right? That would continually want to bring me back. Well. Beyond just the cash. Would you, financially, would you go work somewhere for – Say double what you would make uh, where you're at, but you hate everyone you're with. That would be tough, right? I mean, that's and not that that's the case here, but you you trying to tell me something, Josh? You trying to go with <laughs> the the point is fit should matter, right. right? On some level, and whether it's you you dislike everyone or it's not the greatest football fit, it's on some level it should be about more than oh I'm I'm making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars right. more, right? Oh, exactly, exactly. Now, I know that uh, certain people in my family, again, I keep going back to my family, be like, go deal with it for a couple of years. <laughs> I don't care if you're happy or not. You better go ahead and go take that $200,000. We're trying to get a house. Get over there. <laughs> uh, you better take that money. I mean, it, it might be tough. But Oklahoma did add in the transfer portal yesterday two players. There was the kicker, Tyler Keltner, who was a place kicker at Florida State, also had spent some time at East Tennessee State. Already severely disliked. <laughs> yeah, because what, he came from Florida State? Dude's been in college for like ever. You, I mean, I think he's like going on his seventh year right now. It's ridiculous. Isn't he 56 of 74 on kicks and everybody's like, oh, great. Oh, great. great. We got another terrible kicker. <laughs> Look at his percentages. It's all we need. It's, it's nice to see that uh, OU understands – they need some legit competition there. Right. Oh, exactly. Jokes aside, don't take that super seriously. Oh, you could use another leg or two in the mix. Absolutely. Add kicker. And, and then add Caden Woolard. Now, we talked about Caden Woolard yesterday. He had made the official trip to Oklahoma, a defensive end out of uh, Miami. Well, he went to Miami of Ohio and played there and was outstanding. Out of Massillian, Ohio. Washington. He's from Washington High School? This Brad Beller, man, let me tell you something. All he does is develop talent. But uh, it, it appears as if everything that you would want 
he has. We'll see what happens whenever that steps up week in and and week out. Nick Scourton felt like he was a rock star because he played in the Big Ten, right? And he had a chance to really take that next step. We'll see about a guy that's coming from the MAC and what he can what he can potentially do. But everything around him seems to be good, and he seems to be pretty fired up about it. He already knows how to smoke a cigar. He had the the picture of him holding the the MAC championship trophy, smoking his stogie. That uh, that will make Danny Stutzman very happy. Uh, just some numbers on the kid, so you know: six foot five, two hundred and fifty-two pounds. Played in all thirteen games. Well, I mean, he was he was their their star last year on the defensive side of the football. A breakout season with nine and a half sacks. He had 12 tackles for loss, 44 total tackles. And I I think I retweeted this from Parker Thune. The bottom line more than anything else is uh, he can also help on special teams because he had blocked, I think the number was three kicks. Four. Four, sorry. Not trying to shut shut you down there. No shortchanging here, please. My bad. No, that's uh, that is a notable little figure in there because, look, we're always saying that third phase that that can win or lose a game right. at times, and so, and I liked what Parker said about it too. Is it's just you kind of have that skill or you don't, right? And uh, to add that to the equation is exciting. Um, Ohio Sooner points out that the high school in Ohio is where Paul Brown had his first coaching job. The Bengals, of course, are named after the Mass Massillon. You're telling me it's not Massillon? Oh, that sounded so much cooler. Massillon. I think I'm saying it right. Thanks, Ohio Sooner. Massillon. Massillon. Uh, I like him. Everything about him looks good, right? Everything about him looks like what you would want in an edge rusher, what you would want in a defensive lineman. Yeah. No, it's, it's good because – you're losing the Bothroids and Striplings and Grimes of the world, and we we like what we saw again, right? That that one final carrot dangling on the end of the stick heading into 2024 from R. Mason Thomas. That's the R. Mason Thomas we've been waiting on. But you mix in uh, obviously Woolard with Downs with R. Mason Thomas. We'll see about uh, Trace Ford, P.J. Adabare. Look for him to make that big time leap into a five-star status next year. And then some of the young names you've brought in, the signees and Gilmore, Nigel Smith, and others. So to have a veteran player that has produced at the college level, what does he have throughout the course of his career? 75 tackles, Mm -hmm. 17 and a half TFLs, 14 sacks, five PBUs, a couple of uh, three forced fumbles, four blocked kicks. Hey, the experience, you love it. It helped you. This season in uh, the likes of a Bothroyd, you've done it again. Seventh edition out of the portal for Oklahoma. Three names left, perhaps. I didn't – someone had sent this yesterday. The USC offensive lineman transfer and the mom changed her profile on Twitter to to Oklahoma. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I, I was – I was laughing about that. Are they actually going to come to Oklahoma, or is it just like uh, let's troll Lincoln? I, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's less uh, let's troll Lincoln, but or the USC fan base. Itself. Maybe the USC fan base itself. Oh, probably less uh, the coaching staff, and maybe more the fan base. I was trying to figure out, you know, USC. Again, I I don't try to get too caught up in anti Lincoln Riley 
rhetoric here, but I was I was driving. I was listening to Andy whenever T Row went to a break. Uh, Malachi Nelson's best offer is Boise State right now. Wasn't there some reported perceived interest from Florida State? Right, and that, that kind of fizzled, pootered out, as my brother-in-law would like to say. But I uh, – oh, was that the Bama Center guy from – I don't know, dude. I can't keep track of social media. Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm fighting with people over whether or not Oklahoma should hire someone from Jacksonville State. All right, I got bigger priorities right now. <laughs> bigger fish to fry. But I, I, I – so here's what I was thinking. Completely off the kilter. Do, did we do well on the transfer portal update? Inner, Caden Woolard, 6'5", big strong kid out of Miami of Ohio, nine and a half sacks. Nick Scarton, much to my dismay, did not get out of College Station yesterday. He commits to Texas A&M. Yes, there Tyler is no Keltner um, is the kicker that was added, and Oklahoma has its new defensive coordinator. I think we did good there. I was trying to imagine, because you wouldn't know how the last couple of years would have gone, but just putting what's happening at USC kind of on a sooner tent to where – I'm driving into work on a what is today? Two a Friday morning, and we're talking about the guy that we thought was going to be the next five-star quarterback that's transferring, and his best offer is Boise State right now. And uh, and you've just lost your star transfer wide receiver from the portal, and Mario Williams. I mean, it's just long way to go here in Norman. Long way to go, right? And it's a step up. May we dodge a little bit of a bullet here, Josh? Not to say that the same thing would have happened here that's happening in L.A. right now. You would have had Caleb Williams for two years. You would have had Caleb Williams for two years. And that would have been would have been great. Don't know. That might have changed kind of the way that rec- – I don't know. But just as it is right now, I, pretty, I pretty wild, isn't it? I don't think David Stone's a Sooner. I don't think Jaden Jackson's a Sooner. I don't think Nigel Smith. Yeah, There's a lot wild. of guys that defensively would not be here. Obviously, Canick wouldn't be a Sooner. I mean, there's a number of defensive names. I think you could go up and down the list. The program would be what the program was, offensive-minded with uh, maybe a, a new defensive coordinator because Alex Grinch got fired. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No new additions to the portal either for the Sooners. And, again, the portal closed on, on Monday or Tuesday of this week, and um, – there was that five-day extension for players that were in the portal or, or in the New Year's Day Six Bowls. And one of those players that got the extension was Quinshawn Judkins. Now, the other, the national story in the portal yesterday was that Will Howard committed to the Ohio State University and that Quinshawn Judkins entered his name into the portal. And I, I guess he's not going back to Ole Miss. He's out. Uh on the Andy Staples show, he and P. Nakos were talking about potential landing spots for Quinshawn Judkins. Because as it stands right now, it doesn't look like it's going to be Ole Miss. Oh, you got audio. All right, there you go. Three, two, one. I do think the one really interesting thing to monitor with Quinshawn Wright is like Alabama does not really need a running back. Um, no. We saw Justice I, I mean, Hayes that, get a yeah. get a bigger role in the Rose Bowl. Like Justice Hayes looks like the future at that position yeah. for Alabama. Justice Hayes is definitely the future. You look at Georgia, they picked up Trevor Etienne. 
Um, uh, you look at a couple, I mean, Florida could use a running back, arguably. Florida State definitely needs a running back. I mean, those could be two schools to watch early on. Um, but yeah, I mean, Auburn also has a really good back in Jarquez Hunter. So like, mm -hmm. what's it all mean? Uh, we'll find out, but yeah, definitely not like major openings right now where you're like, okay, Quinchon's definitely going to go there. Interesting. Interesting. How about Jackson Dart's response? What'd he say? I missed it. He, uh, on Instagram tossed this deal out of Tom Brady, basically saying, uh, yeah, you want to make uh, a bunch of money and this and that? Well, see ya. <laughs> It's, I, I think we could probably play this, but I'll double check. I don't yeah. think Tom Brady said anything bad. Well, we'll check it during the break. We got some time here. All right, uh, when, when we when we come back, let's hit some of these texts. You guys, uh, you guys finally woke up on a Friday, and there's not a lot of hate or disdain, and I'm happy for that. Even though I did have to laugh at a couple of these, the, we were talking about, hey, would you rather go somewhere and make two hundred thousand dollars, or be somewhere for one hundred fifty, uh, hundred grand, and be happy? Uh -huh. uh, the nine one eight right fools. <laughs> and, then, and then he sends the show me the money gif, which I love. Uh, it's easy for us to say. I know, right? It's it's funny. Uh, and then Large William writes, Plank, you're so naive of the way things have changed for the worse and forever. you got to be kidding me. College football has changed for the worse, and it's not going back. Games will be uh, all about the money and only the money as long as the money keeps flowing. I, Like I said, I don't disagree. You're right. I just am naive whenever I want to believe that there might be a certain capture of the heart or the, the, the realization that, you know, this 100, 200, 300 K ain't going to last forever. I want to develop myself for my future. I know it's naive. It's dumb, but well, it's just, it's a belief that I, I still hold on to. I think that that will exist for some, but probably not the ma majority. Quick break. It's a plank show right here on the home of Sooner fans. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Plank Show. Hanging out with you. Happy Friday, everybody. Josh Elmer alongside Chris Plank. Hour number two, presented by Allison Insurance. Give Bob and Robert Allison a call. Let them find the needs to best fit you and your office for insurance. Allisoninsurance.com. That's where you can check them out online. Number to call, 405-745-2968. To the text line we go. 405-651-3439. That is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, a bunch of uh, good text here, Sean. This system is what everyone wanted. Oh, it is. I mean, that's... Well, not everyone, but... For the most part, There right? was a... And I'll raise the hand, and you should raise your hand. There were a lot of media types out there that... We need this. We need this. We need this. And some fans... I think understood that players deserved in some way, shape, or form compensation, right? For this being a billion-dollar businesses, that they deserve a share of that shake. But uh, obviously, I don't think anybody wanted it to play out the way that it has. I agree. I, I mean, but for the most part, whenever you hear those loud voices, it's usually, this is unfair, they're taking advantage of the kids, so on and so forth. Now... And I, I can't help but stop and go back to this is all the NCAA's fault. I know that's terrible to just point a finger. But they they did completely and totally tap out when pay for play started. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, NIL. <laughs> <laughs> all right, where do you want to go next here? Yes, they have uh, tapped out uh, of a lot of important conversations. Lost City Sooner. I like how we're building the defense. 
Riley did not care that much about defense. No, oh, yeah. I just brought up the point I was driving this morning listening to a conversation about Malachi Nelson and his opportunities, and it just it got me thinking, could you imagine if and, – and, hey, we'll see what USC does at quarterback in 24 because it's still kind of unknown, and you never know who might hit the portal still. Yeah, um, there's in, another in window. Yeah, but I – it was just – I was thinking, man, could you imagine what this show would be like <laughs> if that was – What's going on? Uh, here, I got one for you from uh, N.C. Oki. I put a bunch on the prep page. Uh, N.C. Oki writes, Count me as grateful for Ted Roof's time at Oklahoma. He came into OU at a very chaotic time when the nation's media was declaring OU was the next Nebraska. It's easy for us to forget the risk that B.V., Lebby, and Roof all took in coming to OU at that very uncertain time. I think they're right. You know, I mean – Josh, not only are you coming in at this time, but you're also coming in at a point where it's just your your faith is in Brent Venables, right? That's where your faith is because you're looking at a situation where what? You're looking at a situation where you're going into the toughest conference in college football and you're having to rebuild a defense that doesn't have the kind of guys – that you're necessarily used to having for your defense. I thought this was good earlier this morning from Douglas Miles. Love, Doug. I, I imagine that Coach Roof's previous head coaching experience provided a valuable sounding board to a first-time head coach like Brent Venables. Now that BV's two years in, the need for that sounding board is lessened. And I think you could add another name there too, Doug. That's a really good point. Uh, Matt Wells. I mean, I I know that – you know, Texas Tech fans, you would have thought that Matt Wells came and took a huge old dump on that program. <laughs> but go back and look at 2022 and what they were with the guys that he brought into this, to that school and where they were last year. I mean, even Tech Tina couldn't argue that he brought in some dudes that were integral to that being a very good football team in 22. Well, she said at the time that she, she wasn't sure it was the right time to make the move. But and, and everyone's fired up because Joey Juice and Joey, uh, Joey, Joey McGuire knows what to say and he knows how, and he's a good, he's recruited well. They got the highest rated recruit ever. And they're going to, I think they're going to be really good in the new look Big 12. But Matt Wells did a heck of a job uh, at trying to build his foundation at Texas Tech. There just wasn't the patience there. And I get it. That's fine. He was also really good at Utah State. He's a good head coach. And I thought it was a great sounding board as well for Brent whenever it's like, okay, I mean, Coach Venables, I don't know, had he ever been to a Big 12 media day before, right? Guess who had? Matt Wells. Ted Roof's been to media days. They know how to handle it. Did they, you know, there's so many things that were new for Coach V, and I think guys like that played a role that was much more significant than I think we'll ever really truly know, Josh. That's a really good point, Doug. Jeff uh, from OKC, how does this seem so difficult to work out? Why doesn't every player get the same X amount from NIL for the money the school makes from their NIL? Then help player broker deals with sponsors above and beyond that which would be based on their work on the field, such as Drake from our friends at uh, Affordable Door Company. I mean, that's kind of how I thought it was going to work out in the beginning. But literally, I mean, Jeff, it's pay for play, bud. I mean, that's it. That's what it is. It's pay for play. And until we stop with 
you know, are there NIL deals? Because people will be like, I heard Drake Stoops for Schwab Hot. Well, yeah, of course there is. There's Caleb Williams on the Dr. Pepper commercials. Yeah. What did uh, what did old uh, Spencer Rattler do right away? Canes and had a couple of other things where he made some pretty good money. I mean, I, 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 I think you guys joke make fun of me about this a lot. I had no idea what a collective was until like three months into NIL. And I'm like, a what? A collective? And what does it do? That sounds illegal. That sounds incredibly not what this was supposed to be about. <laughs> All right, you want to hit one more here before we break? <laughs> Sooner Andy. Uh, don't believe Postal Sooner's accurate in his comments. Oh, yeah, by the way, show context real quick. Uh, Postal Sooner was the text that we carried over from yesterday who was upset about rising ticket prices and feels like blue-collar fans are being priced out of college sports. My Sooner Club fees or the right to buy season tickets has been flat for several years. The total cost for the actual game day season tickets are up in 24, but this is due mainly to one more home game. Individual home game prices through season tickets have varied by opponent for years. With the increase of better matchups, the per-game prices will be higher for those. Hence, don't believe there's been an increase in season ticket prices in general. Also, NIA will not be added to ticket prices. Yeah, I, I just – I mean, it's the cost of doing business – Things are going to be a little bit more expensive, right? But I, I don't, I don't think anyone's trying to gouge you. I just, I don't think that's the case. And maybe it's an increase this year because of that extra game. There's that seventh home game this year, which I love. But I mean, I, you said it when we went to break, fans. Y'all are valued. I mean, everyone truly is. It's just the cost of doing business continues to go up. Well, and. To Biden, to Postal Sooner's point, sorry. Even if some of it maybe the messaging, the transmission right. wasn't totally accurate, that okay, there's going to be nil fees to tickets and this and that and the other. Like even if that part wasn't accurate, or prices have clearly gone up, the the point that Postal Sooner, the 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 grand scheme point, I think that Postal Sooner is making is how much longer can Oklahoma, Alabama, Ohio State you name it, hey, we need more, we need more, we need more, we need more. And players say, hey, we need more, we need more, we need more, before fans say, you know what, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of a financial break from you. Oh, wait, and I, and I will say more than anything else that in the end, Josh, that is one of the great fears when that well runs dry. Because it eventually happens. By the way, chapstick. It's it's no no one knows anything as far as context when they yell a political guy's name. Oh, I guess you're a MAGA. I guess it's all Biden's fault. There's never any context to it. So just go with it. Don't get all sensitive on me. Jeez. This is such a politically based show anyway. But his point is good. Most fans will never understand the nature of NIL. And short opportunity these kids are sacrificing their bodies unless you've been in these kids shoes or these parents shoes it's very difficult to understand I get the frustration but the players deserve to not only get paid but long-term disability pay for injured players so long as head coaches are making five million dollars I think the programs can pay players okay but then then again that's where everything changes right because it goes from you're just paying football players to you got to pay everybody. 
you got to pay everybody, which is what's happening. But All right, well, football players make the most money. Well, we're still a campus, and we're still a college. And those people that are left stock, you chapstick. No, but, I mean, it's just you want – everyone's going to end up wanting a piece of the pie because it becomes – well, football players are getting that, Basket, women's basketball and uh, softball and track and field. We should be getting it too. So I, I – I don't know where this goes. I don't think anyone has a good plan right now. <laughs> Outside of what the NCAA did bring up and the idea that Charlie Baker had of, all right, well, you're just going to have a number of, of programs that are committed to being that level of investment, right? Thirty, What was it? 32K was the minimum investment per player. So that, that might be the future. True sooner. Let's go back to tickets being 20 bucks. Yeah, I'm here with you for that. <laughs> and only being on TV a couple of times. <laughs> All right, let's talk more about Zach Alley when we come back, the reported new defensive coordinator for the Sooners. What do we know? Where are we going? That's next right here on The Ref. Confession time, by the way. I still haven't seen the new Guardian. Well, it's not new anymore, but the most recent Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah, oh, it was so good. I can't wait. Maybe I'll watch it while I'm supposed to be watching a pig show this weekend. You should. Well, you should probably know. You should probably be <laughs> present at the, uh, at the show. Um, th- there's a couple of good questions here about Zach Alley that I just wanted to hit on real quick. Z- uh, this is Zach. Josh off the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. I think this is a pretty good question from the 918. How does hiring a DC from the outside affect the coaches in-house that could have been considered? Bates. Hall, um, I, I, I think, I think you were trying to refer to the cornerbacks coach, whenever you said Aaliyah, because I, I, I know how sometimes autocorrect the autocorrect can get you, and it's uh, it's gotten me quite a bit, but yeah, um, autocorrect is not familiar with Valai. Yeah, it's not something that necessarily gets fixed for you. What do you? I don't think. I think everyone kind of knows the plan, right? I don't think it's. I don't think it's a situation where Brent Venables is ever forget you guys. I'm moving on. I think everyone's kind of in tune with where they want to go, what they want to be, and I mean it's kind of part of the. Unless somebody just got straight up passed over and they felt like they should have been the guy, then I, I Josh, I can't imagine how it would affect them anymore if it makes them better, right? Yeah. Who who would uh, have the biggest gripe? Who would have the biggest gripe? Secondary play has been, you know, I mean, you were great taking the football away in the secondary, but gave up a lot of yards. Maybe Jay. I but see, I don't know. I don't know like what was promised to, and and what like these guys took. Yeah, their understanding with. You know the situation. I don't, and, and that's that's kind of tough here in this whole debate, if you will, about who's whether or not bringing in someone from the outside could affect the chemistry of what's going on in that and, overall room. And you know what? It might briefly, because that's the nature of doing business at times. But I think everybody moves forward and gets on the same page, and it's fine. But at the very least, Bates and Chavis are incredibly familiar with Zach Alley. So that would mean – They're probably happy for him. That would mean that you got Jay Valai and Brandon Hall that you're worried about if, if in, in your uh, scenario, sir or ma'am. 
But I would also add, you know, there's been times in my life, I'll give you a great example. I'll give you a great example that only maybe Tulsa peeps would truly understand. Um, my I got married. The first time I got married was in 2000. And I, uh, when we left for our honeymoon, while I was gone on my honeymoon, my boss was fired. And you're like, oh, well, this, this is just great. I'm off on this honeymoon that I can't afford anyway, and now I'm coming back and I don't know if I have a job. <laughs> Right. While I was on said honeymoon, I got word that Michael Del Giorno had been hired as the new operations director. I'm using my example from life to try to make a comparison to help better answer this question because it's the only way I know how to. Mm-hmm. I was scared to death because the only thing I knew about Mike is that he was, um, is I I went to I went to college with his wife. That was all I knew about him, and that he was a very successful talk show host. And some people said he's kind of surly. I was like, great. And then when we got together, we were were like Kool-Aid and sugar. We were like, you know. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly, man. That was my guy. Now, we didn't always see eye to eye on politics, but it – it meshed, and I love that guy to this day. In fact, I think he's he's back on here in Oklahoma, right? And we went through it. We went through the ringer on a lot of things, and we developed a lifelong friendship. John Phillips was the general manager of our competitors up in Tulsa, and he got hired as the GM of our group in, in Clear Channel iHeart, and we all thought, uh, we're all fired because we'd gone after their station so much. But it ended up working. So you just you never know until you get in the room with people until you're around them. It might seem from the outside it's like, oh no, this is not good because I want Brandon High and Brandon High, Brandon Hall and Jay Valai to be here for a long time. But then you realize, oh, well once they got together, I already used uh, Kool Aid and sugar. You used peanut butter and jelly. Milk and cookies. They're like milk and cookies. Dynamite Dan writes. <laughs> I'm get, I've got too many computers going on. I've got too many mouses. I'm trying to scroll with the wrong mouse. Dynamite Dan. The Zach Alley hire is extremely exciting. I have to believe this move was predicated to some degree by the fact that LSU was going to target him, and then you never know how that trickle-down effect could work. Ted Roof served his purpose. This is the best comparison I've seen so far, guys. Much like Ruffin McNeil did during the Lincoln-Riley era. This hire is so similar now, the Zach Alley hire, to when Venables and Stoops arrived as young coordinators on the defensive side and when Riley came as an offensive coordinator. I feel better about us moving forward on both sides of the ball. Address the third phase, and it's all in. We have had success with young assistants. I think that's a really good point, Josh. I think that's a really good point. It's been a successful track you, record for sure at OU. And, and you don't know the trickle-down effect, right? If you start hearing some buzz that, hey, man, um, you know the Zach Alley, he's about to get hired at LSU or at USC or wherever. Well, that might, that might be a situation where Brent Venable says, what? Let's get him here. What, what do we have to do? I, everything I've seen, I love the hire. Everything I see, I absolutely love this hire. Eagles, Nikki. 
Which I can't see it. Read, read that for me because I'm an old man. I don't have it in my favorites. Like Teddy Ruxpin and, and Grubby. <laughs> like Teddy Ruxpin and Grubby. Like peas and carrots again. Uh, and then there was one more here that I wanted to get to. Um, on the hiring of, of Zach Alley. Um, because, again, we don't know a lot. But we're learning. CJ from Midwest City writes, who cares where he came from? He has to start somewhere. That's from a lot of the, well, we're hiring a guy from Jacksonville State. What are we even doing right now? Where, where is this program? Which, again, I want to be fair. That was a very, at least in my world, that was a very small. We have not gotten much of that Small, today. small group. It was, uh, it was very small. I don't even know. Have we gotten a text like that today? I don't think we have. I think I've seen it on, um, I think I've seen it on social media and that was it. And then the 918 to make sure we hit all the Zach Alley questions. I believe the reason you're not seeing this knee-jerk freak-out reaction on the D coordinator hire is because the fans trust and believe in Brent Venables and his defense. There may be things that could be questioned, but not that. I wonder, I wonder if Brent Venables saw the way that things went defensively late in the season and realized that he just needs to have someone that that's all they do. That's it. You're the defensive coordinator, and I have faith in you because as the head coach, I just can't give it the time I could whenever I was a great defensive coordinator. Because as a head coach, what happens, Josh? There is so much more that you're called upon to do. Gosh, this has been a good day on the tech. And I was complaining about the text earlier in the show. Look at me, Josh. Look at us. All right, top five stories of the day right around the corner. It's Plank Show Hour 2, brought to you by Allison Insurance, right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. All right, it's the uh, Plank Show on the Rough. I just I want to make sure I give proper credit here today, Josh, because we have spent, what, about the last 30 minutes just banging through some text. There's nobody. A thorough rogering, if you will. Yeah, I got – someone said we weren't allowed to use I, that term. I, I don't mean to derail. Continue. But I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I really don't. So I just want to give you a, a quick sampling – of five eight zero Nate's brilliance through the show today. <laughs> All right, so let's just let's just go in order here. Um, he started with, "I like the hire of Zach Alley." That being said, rumors the Tetris kid has a shot at being an analytic uh, an analytic staffer. What are you guys hearing on this? <laughs> He's got to be. It's such a mistake if they don't look that direction. Here's here's another one. Uh, from 5808, the new hire should be mature, have a deep coaching pedigree, and have national championship rings, not some fancy TikToker on rollerblades signed Howard Schnellenberger, <laughs> RIP. Uh, is Postal Sooner a postal worker? Because stamp sure as hell ain't cheap no more. But I bet he ain't taking less on his check to help with the rising cost of stamps. <laughs> Have you had to buy stamps recently? <laughs> this one was my personal favorite. We were talking about uh, how the addition of an NIL fee to your tickets was probably something that started on a Facebook group. 5808. My dad uses Facebook to show me 11-year-old kids that are incredible singers. <laughs> I liked his, if Josh goes to hawk, uh, to cycle his wire, we'll we know, know what happened. happened. And then finally, any word on Zach Alley's brisket game? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, let's That's hope fan- it's elite. That's fantastic. We can't suffer through another uh, poor brisket era. 
Well, again, that was a Worcester sauce base, as Brent would tell you. Or, excuse me, as Lincoln would tell you. And apparently it was great. <laughs> Wouldn't you the, – the biggest mystery about all of that is why would it ever have gotten posted? You know, like – Who looked at that and thought, post that, dude? That looks good. <laughs> you know, it, it has created its own little legend, though. So, I don't know. Maybe it was brilliant. I think it was one of the best things that ever could have happened to us, to be honest with you. Um, we're done with hour two already. I'm sitting here getting ready to start the top five stories of the day, and we're like, "Oh, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute, what?" Oh, True Sooner is fired back at you, five eight zero Nate. Oh no, sixty three cents to mail across the country. That's too cheap. I need my five weeks of vacation to go to six weeks. <laughs> The mail never stops. True Sooner, by the way, is a mailman, just so you know. All right, I, I got a lot of stuff to get to in the top five stories of the day. Uh, I'm nerding out on playoff scenarios, which is probably not a good thing. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for tomorrow and this weekend. Yeah, the Saturday games have meaning. They have meaning, which, as you pointed out, hadn't always necessarily been the case in years past. And then you know what we get the following week? We get the playoffs. On Peacock, exclusive. Are you serious? I think there's one game streaming on Peacock. So that will, uh, I'm sure, have many fans happy. It's going to anger people like me. All right, so we got the top five stories of the day coming up next on The Ref.